Welcome to the Anchor Church Podcast. To learn more about Anchor Church, go to www.anchorchurch.life. So we are continuing this series, Joy to the World, and it is an Advent series. And so we've been walking through the different weeks of Advent. We've been walking through the different uh, names of Advent, names, weeks of the, I don't know what you want to call it. But anyway, uh, pull up that slide real quick that has all the names there. So the first week we talked about hope, and we talked about the hope of Christ and the hope of the coming Savior, the hope of the Messiah as the uh, as the. Uh, prophets foretold there was going to be somebody that was going to come. There was going to be a king that was going to come and rescue. And uh, they didn't quite know what that meant. And I talked about the very first week how between the Old Testament and the New Testament is like one one page, two books, two major collections of a bunch of books, actually. Uh, but that, that one just page from the Old Testament to the New Testament represents about 400 years that passed by while people were waiting and they were filled with hope. So this is known as the prophet's candle, the very first week. And as the light of the world is coming, we recognize and we celebrate and we, uh, we want to um, recognize the light that is coming into the world with the first candle, which is hope. And so uh, the idea of Advent is to, to focus on the coming of Christ, to, to celebrate, to wait, to anticipate, and just lighting these candles is a way each week for us to anticipate the coming of Christ, the birth of Christ as it comes. And so uh, just to give you a little bit of a scope of what we've been doing, what we've talked about, the Advent wreath is round. And the round, the roundness, the roundness of this wreath is uh, to represent the eternal life. It doesn't end, it just keeps going. And so uh, what Christ gives us, John three sixteen, is he gives us eternal life. And so the, the wreath is round to represent the eternal life that Christ brings. And every time we light a candle, it's recognizing the coming of Christ, the, the coming of the light of the world into our lives. And so first week was hope. The second week, last week, was peace. And we talked about how peace that Jesus provides, Old Testament word for peace was a, 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 an understanding of completion. And so we talked about that last week and how the shalom that Jesus provides, the peace that Jesus provides, gives us completion. And I had a, a brick wall that I built up here and, and had scattered bricks all over the place. And I talked about when we, when we start to bring different areas of our life back to him, to bring them to him, we start to understand that there is a peace that slowly starts to build in our life where something comes to completion. And when Jesus came to this world, he f- completes us. Like Jerry Maguire, you guys ever see that movie? You complete me. We're basically saying that to Jesus. He completes us. We're imperfect people, but because of what he did for us, he completes us. And so there's a completion, there's a shalom that is recognized in the peace of Christ. And so today, we're talking about joy. And I was thinking about joy, and I was thinking about Christmas and and the the Christmas season, and I was thinking about Christmas songs, because they, joy to the world is a Christmas song, and it's fun to sing, and they can be happy. I don't know if you guys like Christmas. You guys like Christmas music? You look at me like you hate Christmas music. Like I'm bringing up Christmas music and you're like, nah, not me. Hate it. You guys like it? Yeah. What's your favorite song? Christmas song. Shout a couple out. You got... so... Whoa. All right. Silent Night. Just a little, uh, just a little plug. We're going to be singing Silent Night with candles on Christmas Eve with the candlelight service. So come, come to that. We'll sing that song. What, what else do you guys have? Any, any other Christmas? You guys are in the church, so you said Silent Night. Just any, any more? You have a favorite Feliz Navidad? Did somebody say that? <laughs> I just made that one up. Do you like that one? 
Now, I love, I love the Christmas song, okay? It doesn't reference Jesus at all, okay? Hate me, okay? But I love that song. Nat King Cole sings that, the, my favorite version of that song. I absolutely, he's got that voice. It's just amazing, right? I love, I, literally, I love that song. Uh, it makes me uh, nostalgic, brings me back to when I was a kid. Uh, it makes me think of just having Christmas with my grandparents and all the, the Christmases that I had as a child. As a child. And, uh, and it just brings me back. That's what kind of songs do. They take you to a different place. If you, if you have mem- memories attached to them, sometimes they make you happy. And so that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about happiness. I want to talk about joy. Uh, I was thinking about the, the song when I was thinking about Christmas music and how it kind of cheers us up and it gets us ready for Christmas. Uh, but there's songs that we listen to when we, we need cheering up too, right? When we're having a bad day, uh, when we're worrying about things and, and then we turn on the radio and we hear, you guys know that song? Don't worry, be happy. It was, was that close? Okay, No. I saw you shaking your head, no. That was close. But I was thinking about that song too, right? Like, if I'm worrying, I'm upset. How many of you really just all of a sudden are having a horrible day and like all of a sudden you think, you know what, I'm, gonna be, I'm just gonna be happy. Instead of being sad and upset about something, I'm just gonna be, that doesn't happen. Like, it just doesn't switch like that. And I wanna talk about happiness. I wanna talk about joy. I like being happy. There's a, there's a Shaggy song, okay? For those of you that know Shaggy, there's a Shaggy song I used to listen to all the time that would make me feel better. Like it was a song about, like it always said that there was somebody that had it worse than you. Like no matter what you're going through, just keep on pushing through. That's kind of what it said. And I, I remember listening to that all the time, going through devastating breakups or whatever the case may be. I remember that song would cheer me up. But we love to be happy. Happy is a feeling that we have. Happy is something that we like to be more of than we would be sad. But I like being happy, but I, I, need, I need to feel joy. My soul needs to experience joy. And so today we're, we're lighting the joy candle because we're gonna talk about how joy came to the world that first Christmas and we recognize as we get closer to Christmas the joy of the Lord entering into this world. See, happiness is a, is a really good feeling. I, I like to be happy, but it can be robbed from you at any moment, right? Like I said a second ago, like we, we could be experiencing something that is, you could be having the best day ever. And then you get a phone call, some bad news. You get into a car accident and you get some bad news. Whatever the case may be, in an instant, happiness can be robbed from you. But joy comes from a different place. And joy is sustaining. And Nehemiah 8.10 says this, for the joy of the Lord is my strength. See, the joy of the Lord, joy is something that we get from God and it's real and it's tangible. And real tangible joy comes from God. In Luke chapter two, when we've been, we've been reading through Luke chapter two uh, throughout the course of this series, it's, it's, it's the birth of Christ. In Luke chapter two, verse eight through 12, I'm gonna read this for you. It says this, it says, in the same region, shepherds were staying out in the fields and they were keeping watch at night over their flock. And then the angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone round about them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, don't be afraid. Look, I proclaim the good news of great, what? Oh, okay. That will be for all people because today, 
A Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord, was born in your city of David, in the city of David. And this will be a sign to you that you will find a baby wrapped in snuggly cloth, lying in a feed trough. That rhymes, for those of you wanting to write a song. Real tangible joy comes from God. And we see here in verse 10, it says, but the angel said to them, don't be afraid, for look, I proclaim to you good news of great joy, and it'll be for all people. And with joy, you can go on being strong. Nehemiah says that we, we get our strength from the joy of the Lord. And so if we continue to lean into him, to go to him, we talked about peace and we bring the different areas of our life where we, life where we feel incomplete or we feel like we need peace, we could bring it to him and we put ourselves in the presence of the Lord and we can experience the power and the strength of the joy that comes from him. See, I had some friends uh, that went on a road trip a couple years ago and uh, they were on their way back. I think they went up for just a weekend up to like North Carolina. They drove up there and they were on their way back. If you've been on a road trip, you know you're, you get tired on these trips and you, you don't pay attention. And uh, they pull into the gas station to get some gas. Okay, car ran on gasoline. And I don't know how this even happened, but they pulled themselves up to a kerosene station and they filled their car with kerosene, not gasoline. And so they got down the road for about a mile, and then all of a sudden, chaos ensued, as you can imagine. The car stopped running. They had to pull over onto the side of the road. The strength of the, the kerosene was not the same as the, the gasoline, and it, and it conked out. And see, I think about happiness in a very similar sense. Like, we can get down the road a little bit on some happiness, but it's not going to carry you the distance. Your soul can run on being happy for a little while, but it doesn't need happy. It needs joy, and there's a big difference. Happiness is a feeling that is uh, controlled by our happenings. So when we think about being happy and what it is, it's completely wrapped around our surroundings or what we're experiencing, the happenings in our life. Our happiness is controlled by our happenings. And so... Um, in that way, we experience happiness from a lot of different things. Like we, we could be having a great day at work and then all of a sudden more work is put on. The, the, the boss says you gotta stay later or whatever the case may be, immediately our happiness is robbed from us. We could be real happy with the stock market one week and the next week not so much, right? We can be real happy in our relationships with our parents, with our spouse, our siblings, our relationships with friends, but somebody does somebody wrong, somebody does something, and then all of a sudden, we're not happy with each other again. Happiness works like this. It works from the outside in. Does that make sense? Like our surroundings make a difference in our happiness. So our happiness is from the outside in, and it's a lot different than joy, which works from the inside out. See, joy is a gift, it's a gift from God. It's a tangible fuel that will take us the distance, it keeps us strong. We can find joy in the Lord. And joy is a gift that is given to us by Jesus. And joy comes from the presence of God. I think that was up a second ago, but joy comes from the presence of God. Like when we get to experience all that we can in the Lord, we are able to experience joy. Joy, even though that we have it, it's still a choice. 
but the more we lean into God, the more we draw near to him. The reason why scripture tells us draw near to him and he will draw near to us, it's because all these things that we've been talking about, hope, peace, joy, next week is love. The more we draw near to him, he will draw near to us and we get to experience all these things. But again, it's still a choice. We still have to take that step to draw near to him. We take steps all the time in the different relationships that we have. We have bad news. We feel like we gotta share it with somebody just to, just to pour out on somebody. We're experiencing some bad stuff. We wanna share this. We got some exciting news. We wanna share that with somebody. The idea is that, and this is God lays it out for us time and time again throughout his word and in his scripture, that if we draw near to him, he will draw near to us. And when he draws near to us, we are in his presence. We get to experience him and we get to experience the hope of Christ to know that I am confidently expecting great things because of what Jesus did for me. If we draw near to him and we're in his presence, we get to experience the peace that he provides because I'm not complete. I'm never going to be, but I can be complete in him. He offers the peace to me that I can't even understand, but I can experience that because I am in his presence. And the same thing goes for joy that we can only experience true, tangible joy from God. When we draw near to him, he will draw near to us and we get to experience the joy of the Lord in ways that we could never comprehend. When we go through difficult things in life, when we go through great things in life, that's the one tangible thing for our soul that just keeps on driving us, that we get to experience because he has given it to us. It's a gift from God. In Galatians chapter five, it says this, Starting in verse 16, it says, I say then walk by the spirit and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh for the flesh desires what is against the spirit and the spirit desires what is against the flesh. These are opposed to each other so that you don't do what you want. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. So the idea here that is being displayed is that our bodies, because of who we are in our own sin nature, that we are not perfect, we in the flesh desire so many things that might not necessarily be good for us. So it is saying in the spirit, lean into the presence of God to make the decisions that you should be making. Now the works of the flesh are obvious. These are the things that it talks about that, that corrupt us. There's sexual immorality, moral impurity, promiscuity, adultery, sorcery, hatred, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambitions, dissensions, fractions, envy, drunkenness, caressing, and anything similar. And I tell you that these things in advance, as I told you before, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. You need to continue to pour into him, pour into who he is, lean into him, and this is what it says next. But the fruit of the spirit is love and joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faith, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law, and those that belong in Christ Jesus have crucified in the flesh and with its passions and desires since we live by the spirit we will we must follow the spirit so the idea here that i'm trying to point out through this scripture is that we have these things in our life that we fall to all the time we in the flesh we're not perfect and this is where we can find peace christ makes us whole he makes us complete on the cross when he dies for us and he has given us life when he comes back to life himself we, we, we have that completeness that comes in Christ when we have a relationship with him because of what he did for us. But we, we can experience the same thing that we do have this gift of joy. And it's important for us, just like when we're talking about the fruit of the spirit here, 
understand that any fruit tree or anything that is a fruit, it only grows when you, when you water it, right? Like you have to water a fruit tree in order for it to produce fruit. So what are you watering it with? You're watering it with all these things that it, that it mentions, with love, with patience, with peace, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. All these things are things that you can do to be able to continue to water, to lean into him, to draw near to him as he draws near to you. You can experience these things. But we need to understand that even in this life, because it is filled with so many imperfect people, this room is filled with so many imperfect people, there are going to be mistakes, there are going to be things that happen that are not going to be joyful in your life. They're not going to bring happiness to your life. But we still need to understand that in order for something to grow, it needs water, but it also needs fertilizer, right? What is fertilizer made out of? I know what you're thinking. It's made out of a bunch of stuff, right? Bad things, gross things, things that happen in our life, right? Those are the fertilizers that allow us to grow. James 1, 2 says this, and it was referenced in the video. It says, consider it pure joy when you face trial. That's the stuff. That's the junk that we go through. But the Bible tells us, James tells us, consider it pure joy when you face trials, Understand that you get an opportunity to grow from this moment. So you can, even in your worst days, worst moments, the way that you can even receive this type of joy is to look at it and say, you know what? This has been a stuffy day, but I can rejoice and be glad that I had this day because it is a day that the Lord has given me. It is a day that he has made. And it, it changes our perspective. Joy comes from a perspective and your perspective can change whether, whether you are watering it and allowing it to grow or you're going through some stuff that may not be easy, it may be challenging. You can rejoice and understand how important it is to keep on leaning into Christ. And I thought about this. I got another, it's fancy. Since I'm already playing with fire up here, I figured I'd play with some more. But I was thinking about a candle again and I was thinking about that, that song, This Little Light. You get, you guys know that one? You wanna sing it with me? All right, here we go, in the key of F sharp, all right? I don't know what that means. Some of you are like, oh, he's really gonna go there. No, I really don't know what that means. All right, here we go. Uh, <clears throat> this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine. Oh, there was a bad day. There goes happiness. So what do we do now? Well, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to it and I'm gonna, I'm gonna relight my flame and, and, and then maybe, maybe, maybe today will be a better day. And then we start, you don't have to sing this time. I'll just do it. I'll just tear, tear your ears this time. But this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I got hit by a car. <laughs> okay, there goes, my, there goes my happiness again. Again, right, well, I have happiness whenever there's light in my life, I have happiness, right? I'm trying to let it shine. Now, if you, know the, if you know the song, it talks about don't let Satan blow it out, right? I'm gonna let it shine, I'm not gonna let Satan blow this out. But again, this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. And then we face so many diff difficulties. And it continue, <laughs> continue, continue to, I don't wanna spray wax everywhere but we continue to face obstacles and difficulties if we are purely relying on happiness to get us through and we'll keep lighting that candle, 
that's not the way to go in life. But to choose a thing called joy, to choose this gift that God has given us, to continue to go back to him, to draw near to him, and to experience the joy that he is offering us, he, this, is, this is what we do. We surround ourselves with joy so that no matter what life is giving us, we can look at whether it's a trial, whether it's something that's exciting, whether it's something that is difficult, whether we're going through some stuff, the next time, I'm trying not to break this thing, the next time that we go through difficult circumstances, the light still burns. See, joy is a choice that we can take on, that we can experience. Joy is a gift. God has given us the hurricane glass to put on, to be able to experience things and still be able to burn brightly. So now when we sing it, this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Help me out. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. We can sustain, withstand the force and the, the wind gales of wind and of life. So I wanna encourage you with that today, that when we choose joy, we have an opportunity to surround ourselves with something that is gonna protect us, that's gonna hold us. But it's not always there. We gotta to continue to surround ourselves with that, fill ourselves with the presence of the Lord, to continue to draw near to Him so that He draws near to us. It's a choice. And so I want to encourage you today in this Christmas season, as we're getting closer and closer to Christmas, we're waiting his arrival. Next week, we talk about love. We anticipate his arrival and we're lighting the candles and we're doing this. And maybe you're doing something at the house with your family that is anticipating the arrival. Maybe you have an advent calendar and you're counting down the days. Maybe the kids are open. I don't know what you do, what your practice is at the house. But continue to be reminded of hope peace and of joy and all these things are given to us as a gift because of what Jesus did when he came to this earth God gave us the most tremendous gift of Jesus and he represents all these things and it's a gift for us to be able to receive these things from him I really hope that you are encouraged to, to just slow down this Christmas season there's a lot here. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of Christmas parties to go to. There's gifts to still probably get and wrap. But I want to tell you, remember and focus on these words. If you feel like you're lacking hope this Christmas, draw near to him. If you feel like you're lacking peace this Christmas, not just from the chaos. Again, it's, it's, a, it's the feeling of being incomplete draw near to him. If you're feeling like, you know what, I don't have any joy. I usually have joy this time of year and I don't have joy this, this season. Draw near to him. It's all here for us. It's all here for us to experience. But in the craziness of life, sometimes we're scattered all over the place and we don't quite go to the source of all peace, of all hope, of all joy. And that's what Christmas is about, that we can go to the source, slow down, and focus on the importance of everything that Jesus has done.
everything that this season is about. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel for more messages like this one.